Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Creative Flare podcast. My name is James Carter, and I'm going to be your host. Today, we're talking about possible careers in the art world. So this question actually came about from a follower I have on Instagram, and they were asking about what are some possible careers that they could go down as an artist in the art world. And I thought this could be a really interesting topic to explore a little bit further beyond just short form content. But to give you a little bit of insight into me and to actually allow you to know that I do have half an idea of what I'm talking about. I am personally an artist. I cover many fields, including fine art. I also do graphics, design, videography, photography, and like lots of video editing and making stuff like that. A year ago, I did a project called The Reimagine Project. It was covered by lots of newspapers and I was quoted as a pioneering artist. In par with that project, I also wrote and published a book to do with the environment and the art world as well. And the project itself not only covered aspects of fine art and painting, but it also covered a lot to do with the environment, emerging technologies such as NFTs, etc etc i also graduated my college diploma in art and design covering fine art textiles graphics and photography with a triple distinction star which means you can't get any higher and i am currently doing a foundation diploma in art and design in which i'm on track for a distinction star so that's what makes me a little bit qualified to talk to you about these sort of things I do find absolutely everything in the art world so fascinating and basically this is just me sharing bits and bobs with you. So let's get straight into it, shall we? Okay, so obviously in the art world and being an artist, one of the top careers that people think of when they think of art, they think artist. But what is an artist and how would you make money as an artist? So there's a lot of avenues to explore as an artist. So I'm only going to cover fine art artists here because that's where my knowledge of expertise lies. So as an artist, per se, you would create paintings or drawings and you need to make money out of those paintings and drawings. But how in the world are you meant to do that? Well, one of the easiest and the best ways would actually be through commissions. Commissions are where somebody would reach out to you and they would ask you to paint or draw a family member, a portrait, a dog, a pet, whatever. And you then go away, do the painting or drawing and then hand that original over to them. That's how an awful lot of artists make money primarily is from commissioned work. Now, I have talked about commissions before in the past in some of my videos, and you might know I'm not the biggest fan of them for a lot of reasons, but I'm not going to go into them at the moment. I know a lot of artists who make absolutely amazing money off of commissioned work, and it's a great living for them. Three artists I'm familiar with who make amazing money off of commissioned works would be Andrew Tischler, Bonnie Snowden, and... Bethany Veer. So Bethany Veer and Bonnie Snowden are both animal portrait artists based primarily in coloured pencils and they have absolutely amazing works. Andrew Tischler is also a realistic artist but he's mostly a painter and does painting commissions but all three of these artists also make money selling prints of their work. So this is another way that you can make money as a fine artist is through print sales. So with print sales this is where you create a painting or a drawing that you would like to create and then you would upload it onto your website or onto a site like Etsy 
and then you would sell prints of those paintings. This is where you could create a limited edition print, which is where it would be a very high quality print and there's only a hundred or so available. This is a very clever and great marketing tactic because it creates scarcity, which allows you to charge higher prices for these print works. The other alternative is that you could do mass print production, which is where the prints are slightly lower quality. They don't have to be, but they're an awful lot cheaper because there's no limited supply of them. Now, just as more of a generalized rule, if you do take commissions, you're not necessarily allowed to sell those commissions as prints as well as selling the commission unless you have permission from the commissioner of the artwork. I've seen a few people do that in the past and it never goes too well. So obviously the other thing around being a fine artist would be tutorials and creating online content. Creating online content is an amazing way to get exposure. Getting exposure allows you to sell more of your works because more people know you and more people would be wanting to buy works from you. But you can also make good money off of online content as well. This is where you might choose to create an online course or a subscription service for your courses or create a Patreon where people can go and support you for exclusive content. All three of the artists that I've named, Bethany Veer, Andrew Tischler and Bonnie Snowden, all of them do this as well. They each have their own courses that they sell, but they also all have their own Patreons to sell exclusive access to their works and online videos, which are fantastic. And I have actually been subscribed to all three of them in the past at one point or another, and I love the content they do. It's amazing and you feel great because you're personally supporting that artist. So that's another way to make money as an artist. The last way, it's not the last way, but the last one I'm going to mention as a fine artist would be through traditional gallery sales. Traditional gallery sales are going downhill at a plungingly rapid pace, but there is still a market for them. And interestingly enough, this is where you don't have to have gallery representation. But you sort of do. It's the most confusing thing in the world, but I'm going to explain gallery representation to you right now. Gallery representation is exactly what it sounds like. This is where a gallery represents you as an artist. You sign a contract with this gallery to create, let's say, three works a month. And each of those works are going to be exclusively sold through the gallery. Once you've done each of the artworks, you hand them over to the gallery. The gallery will then take care of the business side of it all. So they will sell your artworks for you and you will get the money. Now, traditionally, galleries take a good 50% commission from every single sale, which is outrageous. But it is the traditionally done way and method of selling works and originals and some even prints. This is a very good and a very interesting way of selling works. And it's a great way of actually boosting your representation as well. If you want to go down that route, that's absolutely fine. That's just one extra alternative for you. 
as a fine artist in the art world. Okay, the next one would be being an art curator. Art curation is really interesting and can be a really fascinating career. Art curation is essentially where you are curating an exhibition or a gallery or possibly a museum. You can make fantastic money out of doing this as well, but it's essentially where somebody would reach out to you or you are part of an organization and they request for you to help organize the placement of each artworks within this exhibition and help create a more aesthetically pleasing look and sense and feel around a certain exhibition. So you don't necessarily have to have qualifications to do this. Obviously, it's good to have art and design under your belt, but some of the top art curators went on to study art history at a university degree level, which allows them to learn more about art and the history of art and the traditional placements and what works and the aesthetics of art. And that's great, but it's not necessary and it's not required. So that's another route that you could do go down in the art world. The next one is a photographer. So a photographer is not too unlike fine artists. Photographers can make money pretty much the same way that fine artists make money. They can get commissioned work, such as being a wedding photographer, where somebody reaches out to you to go and take photos of their wedding or a special occasion. You can also sell print works of your photographs as well. You can also sell online copies of your photographs as reference works for artists to use. And so you can make money through mass prints, you can make money through limited prints, and you can make money through gallery representation as well. So that's not too far out of the realms of being a fine artist as well. It just requires a slightly separate set of skills. So rather than being able to paint and draw, it requires you to be able to take a good photograph. The next one is being an interior designer. Interior design is really interesting. And I actually have a friend from college who's gone on to become an interior designer. Very fascinating career choice. And it seems really interesting. So an interior designer is somebody who is hired to create a beautiful aesthetic around a room. This is more or less that whole feng shui thing, but it seems really interesting. So having art and design under your belt again is really good, but there is university courses that specialize in just interior design. So going on to do interior design is where you would also create 3D models of a potential design of a room or a layout. Interior designers are, are often hired for housing designs that are trying to be sold, as well as corporate offices. This is quite an interesting one. So corporate offices and companies will often hire interior designers to create a more pleasing environment for their workers. And that's a great career to go down as well. And it still falls under that umbrella of creative industry. Fashion designers. So being a fashion designer seems quite interesting. There's a lot of people I'm surrounded by who are choosing to go on to be a fashion designer. And it's exactly what it sounds like. It's where you create fashion designs. So people are most often hired individually to come in and work as a fashion designer under somebody else's name. But you can go off and create your own brand and your own label and create your own fashion designs. But you could also be a local fashion designer who opens up their own store or their own shop. And you could also create custom fashion designs for people as well. This is where it's not unlike commissions. So somebody would ask you to create a certain dress or a certain outfit for them. 
and you can create that fashion design for them. Here's a really interesting one. It would be a career in art therapy. Art therapists are very, very unique and a very niche topic for people, but it seems incredibly interesting and they seem to have a true passion for it. So art therapy is also something that you can study at a university degree level. And it's exactly what it sounds like once again. There's not really a confusing world, this, and yet it still remains somehow confuzzling. So art therapists. This is where you also study the psychology side of art as well. And you go and help people and patients that are struggling with mental illness or depression or a whole range of different problems. And you help them get through it using art which is where you are not necessarily creating the art yourself, but you are more of a tutor and more of a comfort to these people trying to get through whatever they're trying to get through. And you're helping them get through it using art in a therapeutic manner. From the study side of it, this is where you would help them get through trauma, through using different colors to create different emotions and evoke different emotions throughout their work. And essentially, you're a tutor for them and a comfort to help them. So, leading on from that one, leads me into art tutoring or being an art teacher. If you've seen my videos in the past, you know how I feel about this one. And I will repeat it. If you're good at your trade, teach art. If not, learn more about art, then teach it. So teaching art is a very, very fascinating and very big world now. Teaching art used to be along the lines of Somebody in school would teach art at a GCSE level, college level, university degree level. And it's just teaching art. But there's also private art tutors as well, which is quite interesting. And it can fluctuate your income levels as well, earning higher or lower, which is where you sort of teach more in the private sector of art. And it's more one-on-one -on -one tutorials. So doesn't have to be just around fine art. This covers all sorts of different topics, photography, art, history, literally everything. You can teach anything as long as you know how to do it. And this is actually a fascinating topic and area that I'm trying to cover and break into a little more with the creation of my platform, where I'm going to be allowing anybody to create online courses and content to do with art and the creative industry and basically build up your own following to do with art as well. But anyway, that's for a different story. Art tutoring and art teaching is moving more online as well. So you could teach art on YouTube, which I've done as well in the past a little bit. This is another thing that all three artists I mentioned earlier cover as well. So Andrew Tischler, Bonnie Snowden, and Bethany Veer, but an awful lot of other artists teach art online on YouTube. They sell their own private courses as well. And it's amazing and it's definitely worth it. But in order to become an art tutor, you need to get people to want to hire you or buy your course which requires them to see what they're going to be learning. So that would be, you got to be able to share the works you've done in the past online or share them with them. So they know that you half know what you're talking about in teaching. You can also do group teaching in person, which is quite interesting as well. You can teach life drawing. A lot of art tutoring is happening more online on Zoom. A very good friend of mine taught me art history online through Zoom, which was fantastic and it was great. 
There's so many different avenues to explore through art teaching and art tutorials as well on top of that. So the next one would be a tattoo artist. This is quite interesting and I have had several friends go on to become tattoo artists as well that I was in college with and it seems like a very interesting career that they are really passionate about. Despite what any of your personal opinions on tattoos may be, being a tattoo artist is a very good business. This is where you could go and set up your own tattoo studio or you go and work for somebody else's tattoo studio. Quite often you can do an apprenticeship in tattoos and then move further forwards in that sector leading on to create your own tattoo shop, brand, line, whatever. That's also a fantastic way but you need to know how to draw so it's worth learning the fundamentals of drawing to do with that. Tattoo skills have their whole own little world of skills that you have to master, but you can't do any of it unless you can draw. The next one, under this massive umbrella of art, would be being an architect. Funnily enough, you do not have to have studied art and design in college or school to be an architect. The years of education that it takes is borderline traumatic. You spend up to six years in university learning architecture but you need to have a good understanding of maths and physics and a whole range of other topics to learn about architecture but that's another sector that you can go into in the art world it's not so necessarily creative as just being a fine artist is but it's still quite interesting okay here's a really interesting one being an art director. If you haven't heard of an art director, don't worry, you're not the first. What does an art director do and what does the job entail? You don't necessarily have to have an academic study in art in order to become an art director, although it does help. So an art director is essentially a manager of art, if that makes sense. Their job titles are most often within corporate workplaces and it is where you are creating the brand, the name, you cover the marketing side of it. You literally tell everybody else what to do to achieve an artistic vision that you have been instructed to create. Quite interesting. I'm not sure how a lot of people feel about it because most art arty people don't like being told what to do. But as an art director, you get to tell everybody else what to do, which can be a little bit fun. So the people that work under an art director would be marketing. So you can also do art marketing as well, which is quite an interesting career. This is where you study graphic design, online content, and you create marketing in an artistic vision and in the art world. There's a little bit of a list for that one, but they're the main two within art direction and art marketing, illustrators and comics. So I actually have another friend, my god I know a lot of people. I have another friend who is actually doing comic and illustration design as well as animation, but we'll do animation next. This is about illustration and comic design. So illustration is a really interesting one because there's a lot of different careers that you can do under that. Your job title is illustrator and this is where you create digital works or in-person works and originals but as an illustrator you create less creative works 
and more commercial works, leading along the lines of you could be an illustrator for a card factory, or you could be a Christmas card designer. And there's a lot to do with that side of the commercial world for an illustrator. And there's loads to do with that as well, which is quite interesting. And illustration is a really interesting topic, which will lead into comic design. So comic design is where you have studied illustration as well, not necessarily as an academic level, but if you've studied illustration and you're going to comics, it's quite easy. Comic designs and comic creation is where you can either start your own comic or you can work for a different comic. Most comics nowadays are printed online, so that work is mostly done digitally now. So you need to have digital skills as well for that. The industry standard software for that would be Adobe software, usually, such as Illustrator and Photoshop and Designer, etc, etc, etc. From there, <clears throat> we're leading into animation. So you can do animation. I'm not going to say it's easy to do. It is really, really challenging. And I've got a friend who's been trying to learn animation for more than three years. Three to four years. He's been trying to learn animation, doing a fantastic job. Very proud of him. I don't even know if he's watching this, but good on you. And he is creating and releasing his own comic book series as well as an animation series, which I think is like amazing. And I couldn't really do something like that, but that's a fantastic way to go. Being an animator doesn't necessarily require academic study but it is strongly advised because most companies hire straight out of university for animators rather than self-taught animators. But that's if you want to go and work for somebody else's company. It's great pay, like amazing pay. But most artist people would like to start their own brand, I've discovered around it. And so you could go on to create your own brand and own animation series that you can then release onto YouTube and a whole other wave of platforms and you earn money from that. So that's quite an interesting one as well. Okay, the last one we're going to cover here is going to be an art dealer. What is an art dealer? How the hell do you make money out of it? An art dealer is pretty much somebody who works for a gallery or they own their own gallery and you're dealing art. Shock horror. Once again, it's in the name. So an art dealer is where you are taking somebody else's artworks and you are then finding buyers for those artworks this is a very lucrative business and you can become somebody very big in the art world because you have the power for selling works but it does require a very big brand name brand recognition places like sotheby's you know that's their art dealers you know auction house but there's a lot of people that run as individual art art dealers being an individual art dealer seems really interesting because you get to go out and discover unknown artists and you get to create a name for them and with them most likely it would be best to find people that have no idea what they're doing to sell their works or how to do it that's where you come in the biggest thing i don't like about art dealers a lot of art dealers are seen as crooked or crooks though which I think can be a little bit odd and misrepresented for some reason. Being all art dealers are not crooks, but they still take 50% of the work just as galleries do, because most often and most likely they're running their own gallery as well. 
most artists don't necessarily like this idea of giving their work to an art dealer or a gallery because they don't see that the gallery should be making 50% commission off of the work they sell. But when you really look into it, if that artists have no idea how to market or sell their works, that 50% is justified. But only if the gallery does a good job of selling the works at a good price, etc, etc. There's a whole wave to explore in each one of the topics and jobs and careers I've mentioned here. I do hope that you found a little bit of a little nugget of interest here that you thought was helpful. I'm really enjoying doing this podcast. I'm sorry I've got a bit of a blocked nose, so it sounds a little bit nasally in the microphone today. So, yes. Um, anyway, thank you very much for watching or listening, and I will see you next time.